What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Third Down Podcast. This is episode seven. Uh, we're going to do the same thing as usual today. We got our college football recap, NFL recap, our dogs of the week, can't lose parlays, the Mandalorian recap, and too good to be true. So thank you for listening. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Um, guys, welcome back. We got all three of you here now. We got Mal, we got Elkins, and we have Noah. Let's say hello, boys. Hola. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's good to be back. Happy Veterans Day, y'all. Happy yeah, Veterans Day. We missed Day. you last week, Noah. We missed you. It was a long weekend. Yeah. A Better long, brutal one. Yep. Okay. Um, it was not a good weekend right. at all. Yeah, not not for Georgia. We'll get there. All right. College football. College football. A lot of good games this weekend. A lot of good games. Um, let's go ahead and start in the uh, Big Twelve. Let's talk about Texas uh, beating West Virginia, seventeen to thirteen. Is Texas the favorite to to win the Big Twelve now? I don't know. That conference is a. Or are we still keeping that with with Iowa State? I'm still riding the Iowa State high. I think that they are a better team. I feel like they have a more established defense, even though Texas defense did look good against West Virginia. But what's really West Virginia's strong suit? I mean, can you find one thing on that West Virginia team that stands out to you? Because I couldn't. So I I still have Iowa State. I'd, I'd say Iowa State is probably your best choice out there i mean for a second there we thought oklahoma state or might be able to but they quickly became a fraud and so i think we just got to keep it with iowa state at this point i don't know why i believe this but i still feel like the team that could play the best game out of all the big 12 teams is still oklahoma just because lincoln rylands and lincoln riley is an incredible coach but um as of right now yeah um State of the Big Twelve is not in the best spot uh, as it is, so definitely you know. out of the playoffs, like we said. Definitely out of the playoffs, yeah. and yeah, is Lincoln Riley actually an incredible coach, or is he just a good to I, average coach that has had incredible quarterback talent? I think he's had incredible quarterbacks. You know, I think he does need the right quarterback under center for him. Uh, you know, he saw it with. Uh, Obviously, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's not the best talent. I never thought he was going to be a good NFL prospect, but I think Lincoln Riley did a lot for Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts is a good player, though. Spencer Rattler's still got to grow, but it's his offensive system he runs that I think puts his quarterbacks in a good position. And, you know, I think they've got a lot of growing to do. They're sort of in a rebuild state, I feel like. Yeah, they're I mean, kind of like an LSU situation yeah. right now. Lincoln Riley, too, like if we're doing a like college NFL coach comparison, he reminds me a lot of like a Sean McVay, very offensive-minded, um, doesn't really do much defense, can take a great offense and be very good with them, but when the offense doesn't meet up to the expectation of that coach, then they kind of struggle a little bit. And I think yeah. that's that's a very good comparison with the Rams because – 
when their offense hasn't been all that powerful like it used to be, and they're struggling a little bit. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Uh, let's kick it over to the Big Ten really quick. Um, so I'm going to step on some toes. Not this game. Next game, though. <laughs> Northwestern, 3-0, and beat Nebraska 21-13. Uh, so, obviously – Northwestern talent they have faced has not been, you know, great so far. But do we ever see them getting ranked at one point this season? I think they, they are could. ranked. Oh, they are they? They are, oh, they are ranked, ranked now? Yeah, I think they're 23rd right now. Awesome. That was an awesome game, too, because I bought – I think they were minus four, and I bought that like right at game time because I just had that feeling and paid off for me. So, shout out to the Wildcats up there. <laughs> They'll never break through in the Big Ten, though. Never no. in the West. They had that one season. Didn't they make it to the Big Ten Championship? Yeah, they yep. typically do. Two years ago? No, they did last year, too, didn't they? No. No. Was they were the worst, one of the worst teams oh. last year. Yeah, no, it was two years ago when they two played. Two years ago, they had Clayton Thorson. They are ranked number 23 yeah. in the AP. I think they have a big game this week. They're playing oh, at Purdue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their favorite. Yep. Yeah. That'll be a big a, game for them. That will be a big test. Good game. Yeah. Two unbeatens. It's going to be good. I, I, the Big Ten is a lot more interesting than I thought it would be this year. I thought it would be very cut and dry. Obviously, it is with Ohio State uh, yeah. for right now, but I, I like it. And let's let's speaking of interesting, let's talk about Indiana, who is now three zero. Sorry, Barkley, after whooping Michigan's ass thirty eight twenty one. Did it, be honest with me, Noah? Did you see this coming, or was it kind of a shock to to you as it was to everybody else? Um, after watching the Michigan State game two weeks ago, it was not that surprising to me. I do think Joe Milton and the offense is still filled with a ton of talent, and I do think that they can be good. It's just we thought that the offense was going to change this year, and it's still run the ball up the middle first play, throw a meaningless pass on second down, and then third down try to go deep on third and nine and incomplete it. And familiar. so the offense is just still very one-dimensional, kind of like Georgia's offense. Yeah, that minus, minus the good minus running a, backs. Yeah, and a five-foot-eight quarterback. Um, and the defense, like I was saying before, Don Brown cannot adapt his defensive scheme, and now everybody in college football has figured out what he wants to run on defense, which is just press man coverage. And so all teams have to do is run a crossing route every single play and they're going to pick up six to eight yards. And it's ridiculous how he just continues to think that it's going to work when it hasn't worked since his first and second season at Michigan. And it's very disappointing to see. And honestly, I don't think that Harbaugh is the one that needs to go. I think it does need to be Don Brown. Very embarrassing loss. Is, is Harbaugh, is Harbaugh's seat still, just scoldering on fire just oh I, I definitely I definitely think it is because if you look you know Michigan's always been kind of considered to be a good team but I think this and they obviously in the past they don't win big games and right. I think this year they're losing games that they should win so if anything it's just going to make it worse yeah so I, right. I definitely but, think his seat is hotter than most but, would but, but, that, but then again, it's a COVID year, so I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. That brings you back to can you fire a coach during the COVID year? 
Right. Well, also his hot is his seat has been hot since like his third year. <laughs> you got a point. So I mean, at one point you either just got to pull the trigger, or it's just going to remain hot, and he's going to have tons of amounts of pressure on him. So they they got to make a decision. But let's not take away from Indiana. They have won two yeah. really big games against Penn State, who obviously isn't as good as people thought that they were, and Michigan. So hats off to them. They look really good this year, and I think they got ranked tenth. Yep, they're top yeah, ten. They're and, uh, I don't I don't think it's by luck. They're playing really good football, and I cannot tell you one player or one coach coach's name. I don't know anything about. Oh, Indiana. I can tell you a player. What's that guy's name? Wop. <laughs> W-H-O-P, and his mom named him – or that's his nickname because he likes to eat Whoppers. Hmm. Is that and actually they, true? I, yes, I think it's one of their wide receivers. His nickname is Wop. You said Wop. W-H-O-P. You said Wop, and I thought you were going to go completely yeah, different. Yeah, you were thinking about the Cardi B song. <laughs> and then you said he likes to eat Wop. No, that's, that's, that's a Wap. That's a Wap. That's a Wap. Wop. Wop. Yep. Shout out Wop. Cool name, bro. Um, <laughs> Maryland, Penn State. To his little brothers, you know, he's putting on a show. Lately. Uh So let's talk about Penn State for a little bit. Obviously, Penn State has been a great program these past couple of years. Do we think the coach's seat starts to get hot now because they have the expectations of being great? Eh, I mean, it's COVID year. You didn't get a spring practice. You didn't get your fall camp. It's just I don't think you can really have – a coach that was doing that good in the past have their seat just all of a sudden magically just become super hot unless you go like zero and ten. And if you go zero and two or zero and eight for the Big Ten, but if you don't win a game or you only win one game for a team that was winning what nine to ten games a year, then that's whenever I'd say a seat gets really hot. But in this era, I think you can't just magically have your seat get scoldering hot and make any rash decisions. Right, I agree. Yeah, I think James. Uh, James Franklin has done a good job there. You know, he's had good talent in the past running backs yeah. wise, but, um, you know, you can't, I don't think it's way too early to say one way or the other. And his head's too bald to, his head's too bald to send him out too. I mean, mm-hmm. God, the dude, the dude just is a, you can shine a light on that. It's smackable. Whole, yeah. You really smackable head. It fits in with all the white out. <laughs> let's talk but about let's Maryland talk- though. Yeah. I mean, to his little brother, he went 18 for 26 for 282 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions. Oh, yeah. I mean, the man played phenomenal in what was a route against Penn State. It was. So well, let's hope that he can keep that up, and then if he can keep it up for the rest of the season, you might look at might look at a dark horse for the Heisman. Ah, Whoa, dark horse, dark horse. Like okay, so, dark okay, is on, not hold like hold up, hold can't up. see two feet in front of your face. Dark, maybe. Yeah, speaking but, of dark, hey, hey maybe though. two years. If he keeps us up for two years, then I like his chances. Yeah. But but right now, but, I think it, it's too stiff for you know with Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, I'll, I'll throw Mac Jones in there well, too. Matt, I never know. Hey, Mackenzie Jones. I mean, I know everybody saw that picture of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Swapping hair with Mac Jones. Gosh. If you like, how can how can your face be that feminine? Like, I mean, the man is a woman, but he's yeah. also a breed. <laughs> so. Yeah, I saw that. Like Mac Jones is a woman. He looked, looked like, like he looked like a softball player. I know. <laughs> he looked like he's playing first base out there with his hair in a ponytail. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll go field hockey. Field hockey? Maybe women's lacrosse. Lacrosse, lacrosse. that's what it was. There it is. There it is. Yeah. That's what we were lacrosse. looking for. That's that's yeah. a sport. Mm. Just trucking. Okay. Trucking. When Trevor Lawrence gets to the league, how long is it going to take before he chops off the locks? I don't know. Never. Never. I, and here's my thing. I don't think I don't think Trevor comes out this year. If the Jets continue on this path, remember he's already he's already set it up. We'll see what happens. He set it up for him to be able to stay. I don't care how much money they're paying you. Who wants to play for the Jets, dude? Who wants to play for the Jets? You play there for three years, then get traded. <laughs> he's going to be a franchise quarterback, though. I mean, the Jets. I don't I don't see the Jets trading him if they get him. He'd have to play like complete crap, and if he plays like crap, then nobody's going to want him. Well, they might not draft him. They have yeah. Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, I could I see that. You, I think whatever I think teams the one has to draft, you have to either him or Phil. Your hands kind of forced. Oh, I agree, but you got to remember, it's the Jets. They probably won't draft him. They watch their own players get naked in the locker room with cameras. Wait, right. I did not you hear, didn't about hear about that, Mel. I did not hear about that. Uh, the players found hit multiple hidden cameras in their locker room behind fire alarms. Wow, yeah. sus. That's very sus. So Adam Gase. Adam Gase. That boy sus. I mean, at least, it, I, it, at least this wasn't in Washington. I mean, God, they winning. got enough problems as is. At least this wasn't a Dan Schneider situation. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> if that would have been Washington, that would have been just that would have been hilarious. Would have been the end of the franchise. That would have been the end of the franchise. Uh, yeah, it would. Um, all right, Mal. Let's <sighs> hear it. What, what happened? Just for moving to the SEC. Florida, so. I mean, I'm 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 going to try to keep this short, try to keep this brief. Kirby Smart, man, I'm beginning to think that this isn't even on anybody, but I mean, like, I don't even know what to say here. Anybody, this really isn't on anybody at this point. He had his quarterback, Jamie Newman, right? And speaking of that, this dude accepted an invitation to the sen- the Reese Senior Bowl, decked out in Georgia gear. No, bullshit. Take it off of him because the dude never played a snap at the University of Georgia. He wasted a scholarship and left us with Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels, Carson Beck, and Dewan Mathis. Now, these are all four-star to five-star quarterbacks besides Stetson Bennett, but God bless that kid. How is not a single one of them halfway decent? I mean, are we just that bad at recruiting quarterbacks that are – or are we just – can we just not develop them? It's – it's something that needs to be – or something that needs to be um, looked into because, I mean, even when – okay, so even whenever you look at Justin Fields, when he came in in garbage time, yeah, he made some great passes, but he never did anything spectacular out of the ordinary, and I think it's just because of the offense we were running. But that kind of makes sense why maybe Kirby didn't let Justin start because the offense we were running right there doesn't really suit Justin Fields. So maybe Fields didn't look as good in the offense – Right there, and maybe that's why Fromm got the start. So I think this all of a sudden can just come back on a philosophy mistake from Kirby. And Kirby's wants to pound the rock, but if you listen to Kirby's press conferences, and I think he might be starting to get it. He said, I want to win, but right now, and if you read between the lines after the Florida game, he said right now, basically paraphrasing, we don't have the quarterback to win. No, and we don't. And I think that we won't until JT Daniels can finally come back. Well, and there, there's got to be something wrong with him that they're not saying he has to still be injured. Um, and I don't think that we will. But Kirby has said he's playing without a knee brace right now. He's practicing without a knee brace. 
So right, that, but that doesn't mean that he's game ready. That's that. I mean, that, I can attest. That does ready. not mean you're game ready. Oh yeah, it doesn't mean you're game ready. But I mean, crap. If you're not game ready, then why would you even be practicing without a knee brace? Because they're trying to get game ready. I mean, yeah, I guess, but he might I as well just, just suck it up and wear the knee brace. Yeah, just wear the knee brace. But I mean, at this point, why is Kirby lying to us? Because he says there's nothing wrong with JT. There's nothing wrong with JT. JT's healthy. JT can come in and play. Well, then why hasn't he? Obviously, if you look in that game, we were desperate. We were absolutely desperate. Stetson did something to his shoulder. We don't know. Like, I don't know. It never. I don't never saw a confirmation. But the dude went in, got a shot, came back in the game, looked like crap. Looked like complete warmed over shit. Dwan comes in. He looked a little bit better. He looked a little bit better than we saw whenever he made that starting against Arkansas. But he still didn't look like he was ready. So at what point, and I thought this week was going to be the week, and then, you know, we get canceled, obviously, screw COVID, nobody likes COVID, boo COVID. But now we got a whole nother week, and that means that Stetson's got a whole nother week to get game ready. So that if Stetson is 100% healthy, do we even see Dewan or JT again? Do we even see maybe Carson Beck come in if Stetson is 100% healthy? I think that they need to play Dwan Mathis for the rest of the year and try and develop him a little bit because the season's a lost cause. Oh, yeah, at this point. I mean, don't have Florida any magically loses, left. Unless Florida magically loses two games and we somehow sneak into the SEC championship, which is not uh, Tennessee's got him last game of the season, so I think you'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, this, this kind of gets into <laughs> yeah. the cards, but this week they got Arkansas. Arkansas a heck of a football team. So who knows what's going to happen there? But yeah, I mean, there is a chance. Kick it over on that. On that note, let's just go ahead and kick it over to the Tennessee yeah. Arkansas game. Painful. I Painful. thought we looked okay. I thought we looked okay in the first half. We're up thirteen and ten going in the half. Boom. Second half, we don't score any port points in one quarter. Arkansas in the third quarter, Arkansas put up twenty four points. Yeah. Had us in the first half. Oh. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do last week. I do have some breaking news real quick. I breaking don't want to get off topic, but the Ohio State-Maryland game has just gotten canceled. Damn it. Damn it. Yep. There goes my plus 26. Same. I think we all took that game. I think we yeah. all had that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Know. But Ohio I mean, State – I'm not going to say I shouldn't say that. I mean, okay, what is the deal? Because we've had, what, four games in the SEC canceled? Or was it three or four in the SEC canceled? Yeah, Alabama has two bye weeks now. Two bye weeks. I mean, this is, this is getting Talk ridiculous. about hell. I mean, I know the contract tracing, all that stuff, but, dude, I mean, at the end of the day, Trevor Lawrence had COVID and he was on the damn sideline. Like, hello? Right. Like, dude. If, yeah, if, that if, made if, no if, sense. If a player is going to get COVID but still be allowed on the sidelines, then why in the absolute mm, can we not play football? That's right. my question. So well, why can't he play? Why can't he play? If he's just going to be sitting there on the sideline. I mean, obviously he was fine. Right. I mean, he, didn't, he wasn't coughing. He, wasn't, he didn't look sickly. Well, there there is a protocol. There's like a, a back-to-play protocol, especially that's what we have here. And yeah. I know a lot of other places have that as well where they have to like – just because like the effects of it on your, your you know, your lungs and stuff like that, they have to like go through all these different kind of tests before they can come back to – I mean, that, that's what you got to respect it, but – Yeah, and it's just rules are rules at this point. Uh, I think everybody knows this season's kind of a throwaway. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so Sam Pittman gets – Test positive. Yeah. Um, too bad Jeremy Pruitt didn't test positive because I want him the hell out of Knoxville. <laughs> he's not the man. He's not the guy. I I was optimistic until last year happened and we I'll lost to Georgia it. State and BYU. Looking back on it, BYU is not as bad as a loss now. No. But at the time, 
It was horrible. And Georgia oh, State's still horrible. Don't no even excuse say for that. Don't even say last year. Y'all got on that little win streak there, and y'all are all saying that Jeremy Pruitt was the next coming to Nick Saban. So I don't want to hear I don't know who you're talking about, y'all. I don't know who you're talking about, y'all. I was never on that train. Maybe you weren't, but hell, half of Knoxville was saying that bringing Jeremy Pruitt. Well, you got to look at it. These people don't, a lot of people don't know football. They just like to get drunk and go to the games. But for people that know football, they know that Jeremy Pruitt is not the guy that's going to take us to win any big games. So that's that. Um, I say you give him two more years. Yeah, give him give him a couple more years. He's got talent coming in this next year. That's a decent that's a decent recruiting class, no matter who right. the coach is. He's got talent. At least I got. But I think the thing is, I think the thing is though, is our offense is not. We have nothing on offense besides our offensive line, which is decent, pretty good. Um, besides that, you know, obviously we don't have a quarterback. Our running back situation is not great. Our wide receivers is situation is, I would say, horrible at this point. There's just – I don't know. And I don't want to blame it on Chaney, but I think people are starting to, to, to figure it out a little bit. Oh, Jim Chaney is not a good offensive coordinator. I can tell you that as a Georgia fan. I was very happy y'all took him away from us. Yeah. I don't know. All right, whatever. Let's talk about this Clemson game. What a game! What a game! Crazy! One of the—I will say—that is one of the best college football games I have watched in the past. I'll say five years. Eh. It was a great. It was game. fantastic. It was a fantastic. Great. 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 It was a great game. It was a top five game. Um, I would just like to formally welcome Notre Dame back into the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah. They, with that win, with that, there's well, no way that they don't make it into the playoff. Well, they got. They're gonna. They're gonna have to play Clemson again in the ACC championship. That's something you can't forget. Trevor are they, on, are they on separate sides of the ACC? Yes. Yes. They are. Yes. Okay. I think they did that on purpose. Oh, yeah, I got it too. Uh, but even with one Clemson loss, would be playing North Carolina. With loss, yeah. But with this win, okay, let me ask y'all this, and I know this is very outside looking in, and Notre Dame fans would probably kill their AD. But with this win, with them showing that they can play with Clemson. Do they maybe think about joining the ACC full time in football? Their basketball team does play ACC schedule. Well, all their other sports play ACC. All their other so sports hockey, play they ACC. play Big Ten. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I think you have, and I think that has been an issue for the past, however they've been independent now. Yeah, I think you have to join the ACC. I think this is like a good test period, and obviously yeah. it's going well. It's going obviously, it makes well. your wins look that much better. Yes, I I think it's you have to at this point, especially they, now that you've proven that you can beat. You know, the only team in the ACC that it really matters. And, I mean, it'll make the ACC a whole lot more competitive. And it'll open up the opportunity. And I think the ACC would love it because it opened up the opportunity for a two ACC team playoff, whereas we never talked about that in the past. Where that we was never only had the SEC. that. We never had that. You never talk about that. You only talk about the SEC team or SEC getting two in. That opens up the mm-hmm. conversation for the but ACC listen, to get two in now. So, say, you know, obviously, uh, Trevor Lawrence should be back, mm-hmm. is going to be back for their next matchup. And I obviously would like Clemson in that one. So does the strength of this win kind of diminish without Trevor Lawrence playing? Obviously mm-hmm. it does, but like I'm talking about to like the playoff committee. No. Like if you look if if they split. No. 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 Don't think so? I don't it, think it, that it it's does. A, it's the same Clemson team just without Trevor Lawrence. If you look at their backup quarterback, Uigalugawilga, whatever his name is, I'm sorry. Uwagalele. Uwagalele. That dude's a beast too. That dude's an animal. And I mean, yeah, he's a bro. Friend. His dad is a unit. <laughs> a unit. He is. He is like that is Deont- a big dude. Hey, DeAndre Swift's dad. I mean, that's like those two. I'd love to see that fight. 
DeAndre Swift's dad versus Uigalele's dad. Whew. Mm. I have a scenario right here. Let's say that Clemson ends up beating Notre Dame in the ACC championship. And then Florida ends up beating Alabama in the SEC championship. Do you take a one-loss Notre Dame or a one-loss Alabama? Or do you take both of them? I think you take a one-loss Alabama. I think it's pretty easy. I think if that situation would happen, it would have to be Clemson. It would have to be Alabama. I don't – and I don't, I don't think Florida gets in. They would have won the SEC. Yeah, they would yeah, have won. Florida gets in. I don't Florida know. But like, they're lost. They're, they're lost. The Texas A&M is The Texas too. A&M. Texas A&M, is, A&M isn't a bad football team, though. If y'all really Texas look at that's not, I'm not saying. I'm, I know, but like. Eight points worse than Alabama. I mean, we're still, we're still, t- I mean, don't get me wrong. The conversation of Texas A&M somehow magically finding a way to slip into the college play- football playoff is still open. If they win out and Alabama convincingly wins in the SEC championship, I mean, you're looking at Texas A&M in the playoffs. You are. Well, obviously. No, no. Yeah, they, obviously. If they I mean, keep, well, who is their one loss to this year? Alabama. Who? Wasn't it? A&M. Yeah, it was, Alabama. Yeah, it was, it was a bad. It was a bloodbath. Yeah, but they I feel play, like you would take a really one loss to Wisconsin over that. That's true. <sighs> the, oh, true. So, Wisconsin obviously, it would, be, it would be Clemson, Ohio State. Right? Because I don't see anybody beating Ohio State. No. Yeah, no. No, nobody's beating um, Say you didn't want to throw. Say you didn't want to throw. We'll say Florida in. We won't put Alabama. Now the four spot comes into play. It'd be Bama or Notre Dame, in my opinion. Uh, That's a toss up. That's a toss up. It really is. Obviously, Bama has strength of schedule over Notre Dame. And I think that that play would probably push them in. I think the committee would wake up and see that they played a Clemson team that had a young quarterback not named Trevor Lawrence. Playing in that game. That's what I'm saying. I think it. Yeah. I think and it that, that's, the that, and I think that's the scenario. Difference. I think in that scenario, I think that that would diminish the win. But if you're talking about Notre Dame winning out and then like barely losing, and quite frankly, I don't see a scenario where Alabama loses in the SEC championship. I just don't. I mean, Florida's a good football team. Florida can play in that game, but if Alabama, Alabama, Florida, Alabama's so well rounded. Alabama's so well rounded, and their coach and their discipline. Alabama's not going to lose that football game. I can tell you that right now. Alabama and Florida, if they were playing this coming weekend, you're talking about Alabama probably being a nine-point favorite, so mm-hmm. just enough to say that Florida's <laughs> got a chance. But, you know, I I saw a lot of passes thrown by Setson Bennett and uh, uh, the other guy, number Kyle two. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. No, the backup for Georgia, number oh, the two. Oh, Dwan Mathis. Yeah, that guy. He They just missed too many deep balls, and Alabama's not going to miss those passes. Florida has got a terrible defense. Their defense is not good. And that's the thing. If Georgia, like, if Georgia has a quarterback, Georgia wins that football game. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's easy as that. I think Alabama can handle Florida pretty easy. But, you know, yeah. the game's got to be played. Give Florida a chance. I don't I don't see it happening, though. Give Florida a chance. Like I said, Florida can play that game. But I think you're looking late. Alabama sneaks out to about a 17- to 24-point win, honestly. I've seen these Florida-Alabama yeah. SEC championships happen all the time, other than the Tebow era. The Tebow yeah. era. What an era. Yeah. And we ended it, too. So. God. All right, let's wrap up college football with this game, the Tuffy game. <sighs> I was heartbroken. I was I was heartbroken. I, I was heartbroken. Tuffy would have been proud with Tuffy, this effort like, that NC State put up. And this is where I put NC State money line, okay? NC State ended up covering that game. They covered the game for Tuffy. NC State was so close to winning that game, and I would—I forgot how much I put on it. But it was I would one won. tipped pass away. 
yeah, I mean, I would have won quite a bit of money if NC State would have pulled that out. And they were so close. They were so close. And Tuffy is in doggy heaven right now just smiling down because he is so proud of that football team because they covered. They covered. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me cry right now, Mal. Man, did, y- did y'all watch? Did y'all watch? Did y'all watch the? Did y'all watch the video? The Tuffy like little montage video. Yes. I did. I didn't realize how cute that dog was until I watched that video, and I was like, "Oh my gosh." He still doesn't Such hold a, a kind candle. soul. He doesn't hold a candle to Uga, but. But I mean, oh my God, Uga! Uga, Uga, dude, one look. Of the ugliest dogs. Uga was. He's got a personality. College football. I don't want to hear it. His Uga is personality is being a fat Uga. piece of shit. That's about it. Hey, hey, can, hey, you, hey, can, hey. You can screw right off there, Dylan Cole. Yeah, let's uh, let's calm down with that one right there. I really wish that a uh, Texas Longhorn. <laughs> stepped on. Mm. <laughs> You're gonna get Peta on you now. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, dude, I think you want to attack a damn dog. Peta didn't even let like a minute go by after that happened. I said, "We need to get mascots off the sidelines right now." No more live mascots. Okay, I still want to know how the hell you get a big ass Longhorn inside of the Mercedes Benz Superdome. You sedate the thing to hell. <laughs> I bet they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this cute. We're gonna do this cute little photo op. Um, we're gonna zoom in. It's gonna be what's what's Ooh. Texas's like mascot's name? Bevo, uh, Bevo, Bevo, and and Uga. We're gonna get them sitting right next to each other. Well, Bevo so was cute. not having that. Whoever uh, I mean, whoever came up with that idea. Hey, but Dylan over here calling Uga a fat piece of shit. Did you watch Uga move whenever Bevo came after him? That mother, mm, that dude could have, that dude could have won the dog. I think it was the trainer more just like hanging. Uh, We do know Uga's, we do know that he's flight instead of fight now, which is a little disappointing because we want the dog to be fighting in that scenario. In that scenario, is, is, is he flight or is he just a smart, is he just a smart? No, that's flight. That, you I mean, attack that thing head on. Okay, yeah. it ain't about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. Like, I don't I know mean, where I heard this from, but like in the past, like they called them bulldogs because they would fight bulls like in packs, like packs of bulldogs would. But um, so maybe if there's multiple bulldogs, it would be different, other than yeah, just I mean, one. I mean, that's just being a smart. I mean, if you're guy. a little thirty-five pound bulldog, you're gonna get the hell out of the way. That thing's gonna kill you. Yeah, now nah, you're attacking that thing head on. Yeah. I mean, go down if, as a legend. If we do, hey, if he attacked that thing head on, we that would be a legendary. Game, so what was it? I got like seven or six. You would have won that game Maybe. if Ugo would have just snapped at his ankles a couple times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one cared about that game. Nah, sugar nah, bowl, baby. Typical, typical. All right, typical let's kick it over to NFL. Whew. Let's kick it over to NFL. What a weekend! Uh, so our Thursday night game last week was. Yeah, it was a good week. Uh, the Packers versus the beaten and battered 49ers. No surprises there. Aaron Rodgers threw all over them. That was- um, so, listen, let's talk about this. So, before the Tampa Bay-Green Bay game, I remember Aaron Rodgers being in the conversation for MVP. But it seems like after that game, everybody's dismissed him. I have not. Where do you – okay, out of – a hundred say I give him thirty thirty hmm, percent chance to win MVP right now. What do you guys? What would you give him? I'll probably zero. Say zero. It's Russell Wilson. 
Head and shoulders. He's been the best quarterback in the league so far. He found his new weapon in DK Metcalf. I think the Seahawks are going to continue to be dominant on the offensive end. And I just – I don't see anyone else but Russell Wilson winning the MVP this season. Elkins? I wouldn't say 30%. I think that's a little high. I do like Aaron Rodgers, though, and I think he's going to lead this team to a Super Bowl, just like I said last week. Yeah. I'd say probably about 20, 20%, 25% chance. Wow. He's, he's still a, still a beast. Uh, my headset, he is. I, he's still – My headset just cut out there. Uh, what were we talking about? Aaron Rodgers' percent chance to win the so MVP? So we're going to give what percent chance does Aaron Rodgers have to win MVP this year? <sighs> Uh, I'd say anywhere between 30 to 40. 30 to 40? What are y'all on go. right now? Watch the man play. Watch Have him sling watch the, the ball. Seahawks play? Yes. I've also seen an ass load of interceptions being thrown by Russ. Making yeah, terrible yeah, passes. Yeah, Do you remember the Cardinals now, game? You know the interception that cost him? He It was like he snapped it and just threw it up just blindly. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, rusty. Especially sometimes not Sometimes the overtime. best players are allowed to have bad plays. Yeah, but I'm, like I'm saying the amount of interceptions he has thrown is is discrediting a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, like you're saying that for Aaron Rodgers, he obviously had that one bad game, and since then he's he had been... a terrible game against the Bucks. But that was. But I'm saying yeah. Russ has probably thrown. Let me let me look at Russ's stats real quick. I mean, if you put those two side by side, I mean, obviously Russell Wilson. He had two like, interceptions. L- listen. He had two interceptions this past week. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Eight games played, 28 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Now let's look at recent – let's look at recent recent weeks. If I can pull this up here. Where's it at? Interceptions, okay? He threw one pick in week two, one pick in week four, one pick in week five, Three picks in week seven, and mm-hmm. then two picks last week. Okay, I, what is Aaron Rodgers' stat line? Okay, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's pull that let's, up. Let's, let's, let's have a nice little friendly debate here, boys. Let's do it. What was Russ, 28-8? to 28-8. to eight. Oh, Let me go back here. Hey, two is winning the MVP. Uh, Here we go. Eight games one. played. <laughs> 24 touchdowns, two interceptions. Okay. Very similar. And Honestly, his inter- better. Yeah. His interceptions came from – he threw two picks in one game. Two picks against um, against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought it was Tampa Bay game. No, yeah. it's just that one bad game. Okay. I mean, well, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers – I corrected a little, but I'm still riding the Russ – Wait. Russ, okay. Russ is still – I'm looking at the live lines right now as of November 10th. Uh, Russell Wilson's plus 125 with Patrick Mahomes in second at plus 220. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't Aaron, forget Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is plus 400 is with a third best odds. And then Josh Allen, you start falling off, plus 950. Yeah, that is true. So he's yeah, top he, three in discussion among quarterbacks in the race. So You definitely can't, can't forget Patrick Mahomes. Can't count him out. No, can't no. It's impossible um, to forget Patty Mahomes. So, yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, so, Packers win that one. Texans versus Jaguars. Jaguars finally bench Minshew. Yeah. 
Jake Luton plays. He throws for 304 yards on a touchdown on a pick. They almost beat the Texans uh, in the Battle of the Suck, 25-27. to 27. Uh, So, Texans still suck. Jaguars still suck. That's pretty much – I don't know what else you say. I'm very disappointed that Uncle Rico isn't playing anymore. I know. I'd love to all see him I, throw That's it over all I want in life, honestly. I just want him to – Keep on playing every single game. Good showing for, 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 for that Luton kid, though. First game. Yeah, yeah it's he a had great, a great showing. Game. Yeah. And then, can I? I'm about to go completely Definitely off topic. Something to look forward to. But have you guys seen what's the South Carolina quarterbacks? What's his name? Like, I have no idea. Okay. I do not well, watch South Carolina. Isn't football. that the guy that okay. tore like three ACLs? Like <laughs> something like that. But if you look at Gardner Minshew and you look at Jake Fromm, and I swear to God, they look like they had this kid as a baby. Like, go look it up and then look at Gar- – I swear, I swear. You you might look at me like that on this little video chat. I sw- Go look it up. They literally look like they made love and had this kid as a baby. Colin Dude, what Hill. are you Colin on Hill. right now? Hold up. I'm pulling up a picture. I'm pulling okay, up a picture. What are you on? I'm telling you, this kid <laughs> looks like Jake Fromm this and Gardner Minshew's took- love child. Look at this kid. Oh. <laughs> Does he not? Does he not? Oh, he does. You know what? I, I see it now. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. And hair. You thought Plus I was done. Wants his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see oh, it. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, I, way to pull that one out of your ass. But I thought <laughs> I thought we were about to go down a path I did not want to go down. Yeah. But you were right too. now. I was right. right. They, I'm they very right. Look it looks like Garner Minshew and Jake Fromm's love child. That's all I have to say. I, I rest my case. It does. Um, <laughs> Giants squeak out a win over the Washington football team. Uh, I watched this game. It wasn't as close as the score would say. Uh, Giants played a pretty pretty decent game overall. Uh, Washington, oh, my God. Kyle Allen's leg break was absolutely disgusting to watch. Oh, dude. I feel so oh, bad for the terrible. kid. And you know Alex Smith, when he had to come in, you know he was like, yo, like PTSD, like having yeah. issues. I got to be honest. I'm at the point now in the season when any of the – um, AFC East, NFC East games come on red zone. I have to close my eyes. I just, I can't watch it anymore. It's too depressing. Everyone in that division is so bad. So, Hey, Eagles are going to make the playoffs. So Eagles are going to make the playoffs. What are they going to have? Like six wins, maybe, maybe four. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give them five. Um, <laughs> six so yeah, one. that happened. What a question. Why is Dwayne Haskins just not in the conversation anymore? Because he's trash. I know, but he's a this, bona fide scrub. But I feel like at this point, he gives you a better shot to win than I would no. say Alex Smith. He I was think a one so. season wonder at Ohio State, and then everyone thinks that he's the next coming of Cam Newton. I'm not saying he never he's great. was. I'm not saying he's great, but now your quarterback just broke his leg, and now you're about to hobble out an old man out there who they're tied his knee on with a shoelace. <laughs> I think you you have to be like okay, well maybe we should just play him for the rest of the season. I mean, if you want to win zero more games the rest of the season, I don't then, think yes, they care. I mean, with the NFC East, that, that might still get him in the playoffs. Might be right. But like I said before, Cardell Jones is terrible. He had one good season at Ohio State. You mean Dwayne Haskins? I mean Dwayne Haskins. That Cardell Jones too, though. Yeah, him too. But wait, what was his nickname? It was like yeah, Cardell Jones, twelve ten gauge or something ten, like that. Something like that. God, I hate every single Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> uh, okay, Ravens twenty four, Colts ten. 
Lamar Jackson, uh, 19 for 23, 170 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He was their leading rusher, uh, too, best running back in the game. 13 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Colts, would we dumpster say – Oh, dumpster fire, okay. Dumpster. I need the Colts uh, to step it I up, though. I wouldn't say dumpster fire, but I, it, I definitely think they get swept by the Titans. Mm-hmm. I, I need the Colts to step it up, though. I mean – just one field goal attempt is not good enough for me. They didn't be getting in field goal range. We need Hot Rod to be the leading scorer in the NFL this year. That is something that needs to happen. That would make 2020. That would just round it off perfectly if Hot Rodrigo Blankenship was the leading scorer in the NFL. I mean, What about him for MVP? Hot Rod for MVP, I mean, you could start it. We tried the Hot Rod for Heisman. Didn't really work yeah. out for us. But Hot Rod for MVP, that, we need, somebody needs to get I'll that never trending. Forget. I'll never forget when – when Tennessee played Georgia and his parents sat right in front of me, <laughs> they had this must. They And I don't know what it was. It smells like that kid in the back of the class. It smells like he would. Hot Rod. <laughs> let's be honest here. It smells like he would. I'm doing, uh, they had I'm their doing. little jerseys decked out. They were kicking for every field goal he made. But it was it was quite comical. Wait, was that the 42 nothing game? parents in the crowd. Was that the 41 nothing? Yes, game? it was. Yeah, so me and Chandler – we yeah, were actually we I, were at that game, and during the dog walk, we just decided to walk down there. And I met his parents too. Swear to God, we met his parents, and they, dude. Did you smell like, them? Or was that me? I, I, can, I can honestly say I did not just go up and say, "Hey, can I sniff you?" Because I thought that would have been a little weird. I kind of wanted to. Well, no, because but, I was I was beside them for a prolonged period of time. Okay, yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but I mean, it's it's no disrespect. So, like three hours. So. It's no disrespect, but like. If you look at those two people and then you look at Rodrigo Blankenship, you're like, yes, yes, that is exactly what produced Rodrigo Blankenship. I'm, I'm not kidding. There is no, there, yep. there's no denying it. I mean, and, you can't go on Mari and say, yeah, that's not my kid because that is exactly what produced Rodrigo Blankenship. And God bless him for doing it. I mean, they made a hell of a kicker, but Lord have mercy. But they made a weird ass guy, and I they knew. He, well, obviously, guy. he's always been a weirdo. But I knew it really sealed it for me when they were talking to him about the night of the draft, and they're like, "What were you doing, waiting to hear?" And he goes, "I was putting together Legos with my girlfriend." I mean, could you ask for a more Rodrigo Blankenship response, though? I mean, that's why we love the guy. He's you can't just, hate him. He, yeah. He's just unique. He's unique, man. I mean, he's just a unique kid. He's they the did. epitome of the band kid. Yep, that can somehow. Kick the Kick shit out of me, football. It, they would make a Disney movie out of him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's give credit to the Ravens, though, in that game. Yes. Their offense That's actually did look like it did last year. Credible. Oh, yeah. yeah. They looked good. Uh, let's talk about the Vikings turning it up out of nowhere. Dalvin Cook now leads the league in rushing after Gay Curry <clears throat> played horrible mm-hmm. last week. It's, well, obviously, Bear defense is good, but still, come on, man. Um, yeah, dude, Dalvin Cook, He, I think he has definitely a good shot to win Offensive Player of the Year. He's having his best year by far, statistically and otherwise. And he looks good, man. He's the only bright spot on that. Maybe Adam Thielen here and there, but not consistent, consistently. But I, I like Dalvin Cook, like his odds for Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he looked really good last week. He kind of he kind of fulfilled like a Derrick Henry type of role. He did last week. It made me really think of him. Um, strong performance. I think he does have a good. Let me pull up his stats. 
good chance of winning Offensive Player of the Year. Oh yeah. And what do you what do you have against the Packers? Uh, I don't know, but last downs. this past week he had 22 carries for 206 yards and two touchdowns. That is averaging 9.4 yards a carry. That's almost getting a first down every time you hand him the ball. Think about that. Jeez, yeah, that is insane. I believe he had four touchdowns the week before versus the Packers to lead them to victory. Let me look. Yeah, he's. You know, I've got I've got the Vikings. Like, I can't lose coming up here a little bit against the Bears. Uh, Vikings. Dalvin Cook. Bears. Thirty carries, one hundred sixty-three yards, three touchdowns. Wow. This guy. This guy's going crazy right now. Going crazy. Um, Titans versus the Bears. Twenty-four seventeen. Score does not represent how good this game was for the Titans. The defense looked great this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave him a gar- couple garbage time touchdowns, but dude, I was so impressed, so impressed with our defense. Um, Finally, so that yeah, I think it's great, great for us. Offense obviously didn't put up a ton of ton of points, but I, I think it was a great game for us. It was definitely the confidence boost that we needed. Um, Derek King, uh, at the time on Sunday had more interceptions than he did practices with, or sorry, touchdown scored than he did practices with the Titans. So that's impressive. Mm. Welcome to the squad. Uh, good addition. But, uh, so yeah, Titans look good. It was very comforting. Very good to see. Uh, that's all I got to say. Yeah. It was good to get back on track. It was especially two, you know, two loss streak is not anything to be happy about. Yeah. Um, Elkins, I know you got something to say about this one because you drafted <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, but Chiefs 33, Panthers 31, and Christian McCaffrey gets hurt with a shoulder injury now. Uh, Just wise, I do not care, but um, Christian McCaffrey put the Panthers in a great position to win that game. He played well. Um, I mean, overall, I'm pretty thrilled that I took the Panthers plus 11 in that game. So <laughs> that's all I really care about. You know, I really, I really thought that line was a little too good to be true for the chiefs. You know, chiefs obviously are the chiefs, but not enough credit was given to the Panthers and they had a 67 yard field goal opportunity to win that game at the end there. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't get it done. Um, Patrick okay. Mahomes, oh. good game. Per usual, four touchdowns, no interceptions, almost 400 yards passing. I mean, Elkins, you come to expect I mean, it at this point. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is, is dangerous. I want to go back to Elkins. You said you don't care about fan- – dude, you just got your first win this week, man. One and eight. You know, I'm I'm proud of myself, but I was projected to win, and now we're no, where we are now. Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah, I'm j- you know, I just in- – Injuries and, you know – the thing about fantasy, you could get matched up with – you can have the second-best team of the week and then get matched up with the first-best team of the week in fantasy. And, you know, that's happened to me like three or four times this season, you know. Yeah. can't make excuses. I've, I've done well this year, but, you know, it's it just how it goes, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, you got a little battle. Um, I mean, you got a little battle this week. I'll, I'll be – I'll stand up my team every week. I'll be putting my best players out there. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Seahawks-Bills. Seahawks, they're, they are not a 1 o'clock – uh, team, you not having happened. a night game really hurt them. So, forty four thirty four. Josh Allen had a, had a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't watch that game, so I don't know what to say. Uh, the Bills' offense just kind of dominated the Seahawks. 
honestly. Yeah, well, they um, and it's what, weird because, you know, I think. 44. 44. But, you know, it's weird because you go back a few years and you think about how dominant the Seahawks' defense was, and now it's the worst part of their team. Uh, and it's just interesting to see how things change. But, yeah. obviously, they don't have, what was it, the Legion of Boom? Legion of Boom, yeah. Back in the day. Back with Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Yeah, Cam, Richard Sherman. Cam Chancellor, Cam Earl Thomas. That, that was yeah. – They still that got was, Bobby Wagner. That was a Wagner. scary secondary. <laughs> that was that a was. disgusting secondary. Falcons fans. Oh, Falcons, <laughs> yeah, Falcons Broncos? Right, Falcons Falcons Broncos? Falcons Broncos are one of the youngest teams in the league. You know, you can't really deny that. But, you know, Falcons have everything they need to win games, and they played really well for about three and three quarters. And then they just, you know, they gave Broncos fans hope there at the end. There's no reason Drew Locke has the ball with a chance to tie it with a minute to go, and he had that opportunity. So, you know, I think that's a win in my eyes, you know. But the Falcons didn't choke it. I mean, yeah, they had a chance to choke it, and we're always going to have a chance to choke it, but we didn't. So, as a Falcons fan, it's looking up. That's it's what looking she up. said. And well, let's not take away from the fact that the Broncos' star player is out because of a DUI on a Tuesday night. Okay. <laughs> Can't yeah. forget that. Can't forget oh, he got a uh, he got an upgraded card in Madden. They must have really liked that movie, pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of DUI, speaking of who who was the baseball the crap who was that the the guy that just got a DUI? Oh Lord, the baseball coach literally just got a DUI on the day he was hired. Lord, it's one of the Hall of Famers, dude. I should know this. I saw that. Earlier oh, you today. know what I'm talking about. No, but, um, and like he like tried to use the fact that he was a Hall of Famer to get out of a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what what a guy. I'll get back to you on that one here in a second. Uh, let's talk about the Chargers. Another Tony, heartbreaking Tony Larissa. Tony Larissa, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Chargers, another heartbreaking loss. I don't know how many times this team can lose by such a small margin before they start hanging themselves in the locker room. That's a little That's a little dark there, but no, it's I mean, got to be agree. rough for them. I feel bad I feel, for uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Me yeah. too, man. He's playing so I mean, he's, well, and they just really they is. cannot get it done. He really now he I did I, I did not get a chance to watch it. He got a little banged up in that game, didn't he? From I thought I, I saw remember. I thought I saw a report I where that said he got a, like a tiny bit banged up. He should be fine, but I don't know. I didn't really. I don't remember what it said. Do we like him for rookie of the year? I still do. Yeah. I still one hundred percent do. Have to give it to him at this point. I do too. We'll see what we'll see what Tua does, but at this point, I, I like him. I like him to get it. Uh, speaking of Tua, good win over the Cardinals. Tua played very well. Tua he played really very did. well. He really did. Uh, like we said, you can't you can't hate the kid. He's a good kid, yeah. so I'm happy to see him doing well. I'm mm-hmm. glad to see the Dolphins finally start winning some games after a couple of years. It's nice to have them back in kind of you know competition with everybody else. It is very happy for him. Crazy to Still a little they, disappointed that Fitz Magic ran out. Yeah, but. yeah, it's just, uh, it's just he's. It's one of those. Fitz, things Fitz Magic run out, or did they just make a decision? It's one of those things where, you know, it's I don't remember I who I talked to about this, but um, it's similar to Georgia here. You know, obviously Tua has a higher ceiling than Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's it's a given. Tua has a higher ceiling. If you look at what Georgia did with Jake Fromm and Justin Fields, Fields has got the higher ceiling over Fromm. You know, I think oh, yeah. it's one of those things where 
they the, the Dolphins committed to putting into uh, at this point in the season so he keeps interest and you know he is obviously able to learn for a few weeks you know that's something Georgia could have done saying look we could we're gonna give Fields a chance this game for no good reason but he has a higher ceiling than Jake Fromm and he, he can take us further than what Fromm can yeah, Same yeah thing for Miami. I don't really want to talk about it though but you know, I, I think that's a great comparison. Oh, it's a, it's a great comparison. It really is. And I think it's a little more complicated, though, for the Dolphins, considering to his past injuries. And I think there is a little bit more of a risk for them putting him in this year. Um, but it definitely is looking like it was the right move for him. And we'll just have to see how it plays out, honestly. Because I, I was against taking Fitzpatrick out. I was as well. starting role entirely. You know, I Tua looks suspect. But then – the way he looked against the Cardinals makes me think he's the best rookie quarterback in the NFL right now. You know, he was running the ball well, which he didn't even really do much at Alabama other than his freshman year. Mm-hmm. He was making defenders miss. These professional players just look bad. You know, I think he looked really well. Yeah. I think he did too. And we got, Let's start getting through these games a little bit faster. Um, we're at 52 minutes already, boys. Uh, so Steelers, Cowboys. I thought the Steelers were going to drop this one. I wish they would have dropped this one. It would have been awesome to hear. Um, Cowboys, Ben the Nooch, you got benched. Um, Garrett Gilbert. Shout out he Garrett. He pretty good. Did, now, yeah, did, we get, did we get any old Garrett Gilbert tweets? That's all I'm really caring about right now. Um, none have been found yet. None have been found. Uh, I probably deleted them all. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's a great smart thing. Smart thing. He, is smart. Is, is he probably saw thing? what happened and like was proactive about it. Oh yeah. He was flying on the radar. <laughs> Had to be. Oh Lord. Oh yeah. Uh, um, so we talk about that so... Jets game. Oh yeah. We're getting there. Saints bucks. Complete <clears throat> whooping. Whoa, 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 whooping. Is this the curse of Antonio Brown coming to fruition for the Buccaneers? No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, no, Tom Brady just had a terrible game. I think his age is finally starting to catch up and show. Is it Okay, let me ask you, is his age starting to show up, and or is it the fact that he's not in the system that he was in for his entire life? Is that what's starting age. to show up? Mm. Age. The man is 42. The man's forty-two, but he's in peak physical health. I mean, hell, I think it has something to do with even. age, but also I think it's. I mean, still I just... though, even if he is, um, in a different system, the man is, in my opinion, the smartest quarterback to ever play the game, and the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. So it doesn't matter what system you're in. I mean, I still I think, just, yeah, I, I think I his just, time I is still, just coming. I still just don't think you can just call Tom Brady the goat unless. He goes out and shows he can win with the Patriots. I mean, not with the Patriots, with the Bucks. I mean, if he can win a championship with the Bucks, are you crazy, Mal? Mm. I mean, I'm just he saying is it. the greatest of I'm all time. I'm saying it. Tom Brady is a system quarterback, and if not wow. for the Patriots, if not for Bill Belichick, Tom Brady would be nowhere near the quarterback he is today. He would not have. But near, you can't make that assumption. I mean, I think unless you can. he played for a different team. He is. He was 42. Mm. So you're gonna you're gonna tell me if Patrick Mahomes stays with the Chiefs his whole career and keeps on doing what he's doing, you're not gonna call him the greatest quarterback of all time because he was in the Chiefs system the entire time. It's different though because you don't see Tom Brady scrambling, you don't see him rolling out, you don't see him dropping like 50, 60 yard dimes. That's not receive. different at all. I mean, I think that it kind of it's all just about different play styles. 
Mm, I don't, I now, I, listen, listen. The reason I think Tom Brady has been struggling this year, well, not really. He's had a pretty good year. Uh, re, I think the reason he struggled in that game is because you look at Bruce Arians' offense. It's very downfield. We saw that with Jameis. He loves to sling the ball downfield. And Tom Brady, is. that's just not the type of quarterback Tom Brady exactly. is. Now, I think there was a lot of throws that he took that that weren't something he would have usually done. Now, but I still think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And I, I I just think it was just one of those nights that didn't happen, you know. I, and it's it's ridiculous for you to sit there and say that Mal, like Noah said, just, yeah, if Patrick Mahomes, he is going to stay with the Chiefs the rest of his career. Yeah. Yes. You're going to say he's not a great quarterback just because he was in the system? No, I mean, if you look at Patrick Mahomes and you look at the way he quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes has a deep threat ability. Patrick Mahomes has the ability to get out of the pocket, scramble, make guys miss. Tom Brady just doesn't have that. Tom so, Brady is a talented quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's a very smart quarterback. But when you look at pure ability and pure being able to put somebody in any team. Wait, wait, win, wait. I'll handle this one, Noah. I'll handle this one. So you're saying Peyton Manning was not a great quarterback because he couldn't run. No, no. It has nothing That's to do, the dumbest shit with the I've ever heard Tom. Peyton Manning could swing the you ball. You just said. Peyton Manning you just there's, said. There's, there's, there's a new generation of quarterbacks. I'm just saying, straight ability wise, if you look at Patrick, Tom Brady and look at, if you look at Tom Brady in his prime, you look at Patrick Mahomes in his prime right now. Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. So you're going to tell me as well. Let's put Patrick Mahomes and Tom and Bill Belichick's system. That's not. That's and not he a, doesn't thrive. Well, and he does play well. You're going to say that he's not the greatest quarterback because he's not throwing bombs every play and not moving around as much. I mean, it all it all depends. Is that on... a factor for you? No, I mean throwing deep balls and running. Look, Tom Brady is a great yeah, quarterback. No, Nobody's this is not blasphemous. Let's move on. I'm just Let's saying, if you're End looking it. at End pure it. talent, if you're looking at pure ability as a quarterback, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is 42 is... years old now. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all okay. can give me that's hell all you want. I said what I said. I said what I said. That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm not having it. Yeah, that's just way off Absolutely base. ridiculous. Let's talk about the Patriots-Jets game. Cam Newton didn't play bad in this game. It was just, I think it was the lack of talent on the Patriots in general. So, I mean, the Patriots are um, fire. I Jets think they, I think they classify. The Joe Flacco factor, baby. The Flacco factor. <laughs> Oh Lord! Jets I thought the well Jets were going to get the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I thought the Jets were getting their first win, and then the Patriots with Bill Belichick. I thought Belichick was going to throw the game just because how much he hates the Jets. Just a <laughs> I thought it because because I mean, obviously Belichick probably don't want the Jets to have the first overall pick. He plays chess, not checkers. He plays chess, not checkers. Now I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to give you an intoxication, you know. Breathalyzer, because you're you've said some wild stuff. Look, look. I mean, get him on a five minute timeout. No, 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 no timeout needed. Look, boys. It's like the, what is Bill that Bill show? Uh, like, part, like what like is the show said. in the at ESPN where they mute people? Do what? What is the ESPN show where they mute people? Oh, um, oh, around the horn. around the horn. Yes, <laughs> I want I want a mute button for Mal right now. <laughs> look, around the horn. look. I mean, it's, okay, it's, it's, enough NFL. <laughs> okay. What a week of football. Boys. What a week of football. <laughs> uh. Jesus, it's crazy. Okay, let's hop into Dogs of the Week. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and let's talk about it. Uh, I'll start with my two, then we'll go Mal, then we'll go Elkins, and we'll finish up with Bar two, and then we'll do the same thing for NFL. Per usual. My first Dog of the Week is Miami plus two at Virginia Tech. I don't know how they're not favored to win this game, so I'm going to take Miami to win this game. Outright, and my other one was going to be Maryland 
plus 25 and a half versus Ohio State, but that got axed. So, oh well. That is what it is. So, th- those are my two dogs. For Can college. I interrupt real quick? Yes. yes. Uh, those were actually the exact two that I had, so there's no need for me to say mine. Okay. <laughs> okay, my first one, I'm completely different. I got, hear me out here, Arkansas plus 17 and a half versus Florida. Arkansas is not going to win this game, obviously. But Arkansas is a great football team, and Arkansas can 100% cover a 17-and-a-half spread against the Florida Gators. Um, if you look, Georgia was able to put up points against Florida. It's not like Georgia's offense was just eh, – because in the first half they were. And I think Arkansas, as much as I'd say it, is a more well-rounded offense than Georgia is. And defensively, I mean, Arkansas is going to struggle heavily. But I think Arkansas can put off and put up enough points to cover that 17 and a half. And then my second one was gonna be Missouri plus 14 and a half against Georgia. There's a chance Missouri would have won that game if it would have been played. There's a heavy chance because Georgia's gonna be experimenting at quarterback. Obviously, and I don't want to say thank God, but thank God we're not playing that game because there's a big chance we would have probably lost that game. <laughs> but those were those were my two dogs. Good picks. Elkins. Man, I, I came really close to interrupting earlier when we were going on that tangent about Notre Dame playing Clemson uh, in the ACC championship. Notre Dame might have a loss after this week. Playing at Boston College, very talented team. That's probably the third, third or fourth best team in the ACC. BC's plus 13 and a half at home. I like I like BC here in this game. Can I give him a drunk test? Uh, what is happening? Excuse me. Excuse me. What is happening on the show today? Guys, Notre Dame. We got some hot takes. Notre Dame beat Louisville by five points, and obviously it's Very not the same take. team they were when they just beat Clemson here. But you know, I think they're coming off a huge high against Clemson. You know, I'm not the biggest on Clemson. You know, they got a good defense. They didn't have their quarterback. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be closer than 13 and a half. Maybe not a win. BC's at home here. Hold um, up! Hold up! Hold so up! You're not big on Clemson. I say. Big on Clemson. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're good. <laughs> they're really good. Yo, what is <laughs> happening today? Oh, <laughs> Their defense is like the worst they've been in like five years. Which is still a fantastic defense. <laughs> All right, as, as a Georgia fan, wow. I nominate. I let's just, let's just, let's just wow. give Clemson Georgia's defense this year and call it quits. I agree. Let's just morph the two teams and share a natty. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So let's get NFL now. I had uh, one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, Army plus five and a half. They're playing at Tulane. I always bet on Tulane every chance I get. But Tulane's not good this year. Army is six and one, and they like to win games. Tulane is four and four, and they don't win many games. I think it could be a close game, and Tulane could win, but. Army's going to get it done, plus five and a half. Take them out right if you got the balls. Fantastic pick. Yeah, I love that pick. one. That's and another one, uh, I'm going to throw this out. Game Did that make up for the Boston College pick? Yes, a little, uh, a little bit. Hey, another stat that we want to throw out there, Buffalo. We're going to get into a little action here. Buffalo is 12-0, and 0, or I think they're 13-0 and 0 now, their last 13 games at home in conference against the spread. That's, some, that's something we got to throw out there. Buffalo is a good football team, boys. Buffalo is a good football team. Really good running back they got. Yes. Veteran, but it's Matt 
So you watch that game. I mean, it's Mac. It's yeah. it's Maxion. Nothing wrong with the Mac. Hey, dude, the Mac is Buffalo's, great. Buffalo's getting it done. They're a good, good team. They just beat Northern Illinois for the first time ever, probably, or something yep. like that. Count a couple of whiskey cokes on a Tuesday night and watch some happy <laughs> football. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, NFL. I'm taking the Bills plus two versus the Cardinals. Sorry, I know I'm still in your thunder here, Bartu. But I'm taking that, and I'm also taking the Bears plus two and a half versus Minnesota. Good picks. Good picks. Like and and the, re- uh, the Bears, um, you know, obviously we said, you know, Minnesota's starting to turn things around. But, you know, nothing ever travels in a straight line. So I think they recess this week. I think the Bears beat them. Because uh, the Bears' rush defense is very good. And they really have Dalvin Cook, so I, I like this game a lot. Obviously, the Bills is, is an easy take for me as well because the Cardinals, a little bit of a down, a little bit of a down streak for them. But yeah, those are my two NFL picks. And see, I, I had a feeling you'd pick that, so I'm going out on a complete, complete tangent here. Texans plus three versus the Browns. Now this could come back and bite you. <laughs> it's really good if you take this, but there's a chance. If you have Deshaun Watson, what do you? What? <laughs> if you have Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, looking great, the Browns, they're they're just they're not going to play good. Texas plus three, and then my second one, the Seahawks. Did you plus say DeAndre Hopkins? Looking, you know DeAndre Hopkins is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know DeAndre Hopkins is not on the Texans anymore. It's oh Will yeah, Fuller. he's playing. Yeah, he's oh yeah, it's Will Fuller. That's what I'm thinking. I got him. I got him both on my fantasy. I got I got them both right on my now. fantasy team. I get them mixed up sometimes. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. I get them mixed up. It's a rough day, gentlemen. It's dude. It's Jesus, I'm telling man. you. It's, it's the alcohol. Whew, I'm telling you what. Was Bud Light Limes on the course yesterday? <laughs> this episode is such a shit show. <laughs> this Lord. episode is brought to you by Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Mal's first episode since turning 21. That's got to be the, that's gotta be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Uh, that's what it brain is. Cells. No, no, I got, no, like I said, I got those two on my fans team. I got Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins, so I do get them mixed up. That's on me. Uh, the second pick, Seahawks plus one and a half versus the Rams. Um, those two picks, a little too bold picks, but we'll see what happens. Sometimes you got to be bold. Sometimes you got to be bold. That is true. All right, it's you, Elkins. All righty, with the NFL picks, these are going to be a little bit more for real, for real. Uh, Seahawks are going to be back in their time zone, Pacific time, playing against the Rams in L.A., and they're a one-and-a-half-point dog. They're going to win that game. Yes, outright. sir. Join me. That's that's an easy pick. Panthers, we're rolling with them again. They're plus five-and-a-half, and they're playing the most inconsistent team in the NFL. Good pick. I think they're going to keep being inconsistent, and they're not going to show up in Carolina, um, so we're rolling with the Panthers plus five. Love that pick. I also had that one and also had Buffalo plus two and a half at Arizona. So I agree with both of you gentlemen, Dylan and Elkins, on your picks. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> can't lose parlays. Somewhat can't lose. Somewhat Last week lose. I was uh, – I think I went two and two. Let me – let me see. Last Hi. week I was two and two, um, but this week four zero. It's gonna hit. I have a feeling. Prove me. Prove me. Ravens money line this week. Uh, I'm taking Seahawks plus one and a half versus the Rams. I'm taking the Giants and Eagles over forty four, and I'm taking the Titans money line. All right. Love it. 
Love it. If you look at my can't lose parlay, boys, we are Thank progressing. You, First week we did this segment, zero and four. Last week, one and one and three. We are progressing. We are getting better. This week, we're shooting for two and two. Northwestern minus three at Purdue. Northwestern's a good football team. Northwestern covers that game. We've got Arkansas and Florida. The over-under is 62.5. I think we see over 62.5 points in this Arkansas-Florida game. All right? I think, like I said, Arkansas is going to be able to score some points. Florida's defense does not look the greatest. Florida's offense, obviously, they're legit. They're a top-five offense in the nation. We're seeing over 62.5 points in that Arkansas-Florida game. The next game, Elkins, I completely disagree with you. Notre Dame minus 13.5 at Boston College. That is going to hit. And then we've got Vanderbilt in Kentucky. All right. The over-under is 42. You've got two dumpster fire teams. We're taking the over. It doesn't matter. 42. We're getting at least 43 points in this game. That's my can't lose parlay. We're going two and two. Alrighty. Alrighty. Let's let's get real. I'm I'm probably the best at this after <laughs> what I just did last week. And for you for you guys listening right now, I know Jeez. Dylan, Mal, and Noah can see this, but right here, this is this is ice water running oh, through ice. my tapping is on. It's running through my veins. veins. I'm five okay. and zero. Rutgers plus thirty eight, easiest pick of the week. Ohio State just like doesn't know how to cover spreads. They are not going to cover this week either. If they were playing the game, Maryland plus twenty five was an easy pick. They went out right. They're playing really good football. UNC minus nine versus terrible Duke. Duke is not good at all, and UNC has some talent, and it's a rivalry game. They covered the hell out of that game. Panthers plus 11, they should have won it outright. Arizona and Miami went over. They scored like 70 combined points or some shit, and it was 47 and a half. I'm too good. My picks this week are going to be equally as good. I might go 4-0. Arizona State minus four versus Cal. They look great against USC. I like I like the way they play. Jane Daniels is a great quarterback. I think if he quarterbacked for Georgia versus Florida, that game could have. Just don't even say it. You don't know. I mean, yeah. Let's. I let's I'm very this. very sad to say that Maryland will not be playing this weekend because plus twenty six would have been enough for them to keep that. You know, they would have they wouldn't have let Ohio State cover that game. Uh, then I got a pick that I'm going to disagree with Dylan with. He took the Bears plus two and a half as his dog. I think teams don't move in a straight line. I do agree with you on that, Dylan, but this fucking team is going to keep going up, riding Dallin Cook, the hottest running back in football right now. They're going to cover two and a half, maybe by half a point. They might only win by three points. Question, though, Elkins. So, Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, arguably one of the best fronts in NFL right now, you still think, and obviously Derrick Henry got shut down, and the Titans have another form of offense. We can throw the ball a little bit. Minnesota, none of that. Maybe a little bit, but really none of that. If So if you look at it that way, I, that's why I took that game because I just cannot see Dalvin Cook having a huge game this week. I understand that thought process, but I do think Dalvin Cook's running the ball better than anybody in the NFL, including Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is just – he's a freak. Dalvin Cook is also a freak. It's going to be a close game, but I think – I don't see the Vikings covering by more than maybe four points. They could win by a touchdown max. But, you know, that's why it's Monday Night Football. They chose those two teams. They're good. Mm-hmm. Both equally good, I think. So it's pretty much a toss-up. But I like it. Put it on the parlay. Let's see right. it. We're, mo- we're going to be nine and zero after this week. Okay. Solid ones. Bar two. Last pick. Oh, last, last pick. One. That was oh. my first three legs. This is the 
like, guys, please bet on this game. This is the easiest game you'll ever win money on. Marshall always wins you money. They're minus 23 and a half, and they're unbeaten, and they're playing at home versus garbage. Middle Tennessee State. It's going to be the easiest money you'll ever win. They're we minus are. 23 and a half. We are. Marshall. We are Marshall. Marshall. We are they, Marshall. They, they will win that game by 35 or more points. If you want the alternative line, take 34 and a half. Easy money. That's it. Those are your picks from the pro here. So, yeah, we'll see how that turns out for you. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I'm, I probably am going to go on four now. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. You talked all that noise. So yeah, ice in your uh, veins. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here next week to take the fire, boys. <laughs> all right. So for mine, I strictly stayed with college football. First one I had. Fortunate that the game got canceled or postponed. Ohio State, Maryland over seventy four. It was going to be a shootout. Neither neither team's defense is very impressive. Um, so I thought that the over was easy money. Very good pick. Next one. This one, I am not confident in all. But I have South Carolina plus 11 at Ole Miss. Oh, God. And I have them actually <laughs> to win outright over oh, Ole Miss. God. Don't know why. Colin Hill, baby. South Carolina's terrible. But, you know, they're always in for some weird big game win. Is it a 12, so is it a 12 p.m. kickoff? Um, I think it's a 3.30. Ooh, if it was a yeah. 12 p.m., I'd take South Carolina. No, it's a 7.30. It's Ooh, a 7:30. Is, yeah. it, is it in Oxford? It, yes. Oh. Yeah, we're going to get weird with we're that. We're going to get weird. Yeah, I, it's okay. I just don't know what to think about South Carolina after their 45-point loss day it is. <laughs> Oh, they're terrible. They're but so you know bad. what? They always shock us, at least. They will. They, they shocked us last year. Yep. So, Go South Carolina plus 11. Then we got Michigan versus Wisconsin under 54. Hopefully, Don Brown can get his shit together for this game and hold Wisconsin's offense to hopefully 28 points. But I do not see Michigan scoring more than 17. So, hammer the under. And then this one. Well, Pac-12 action, Colorado money line at Stanford. Let's go! <laughs> Stanford was not impressive against Oregon. I do not think that they win this game in the slightest. Boom. We love that pick. Good pick. Great pick. Great picks Besides all around today, pick. gentlemen. Oh. Great picks all around. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey. hey never know. U-S-C. Hey, watching. Go, Cox. That's why they Just play watch. the games, Mal. That's why they That's play why the they games. Play the games. I mean, I can see it happening. If it was just on over-unders and favorites and all that, games wouldn't matter at all. If it was on favorites, Georgia would beat Florida. Uh, Let's – Do what? Georgia was favored against Florida. That's what I was saying. Okay, yeah, nah, he was saying if okay. Yeah. Um. So very quickly, me and Mal are going to do a Mandalorian recap yeah. uh, of this past episode. Uh, for those that have not or are going to watch the Mandalorian, just turn us down for about two minutes. Uh, it won't be very long. Um, I'm wearing a Baby Yoda shirt because that was the greatest Baby Yoda episode, maybe of all time. Mm-hmm. Besides, maybe the the fl- the switch the one, switch season one where he kept f- flipping the switch or the metal ball. Th- this was classic, Baby Yoda. Eating this overload. This one, this frog lady's eggs, who she needs to fertilize to have children. It's her only hope. Baby Yoda said, 
to hell with that. I'm eating this woman's eggs. And he did it in the cutest way possible. And poor man. I mean, Mando was trying to do the right thing. I would just let him do it because he was so damn cute doing it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had the, it's like a little puppy dog. Whenever he's trying to do something that you say no, but he just looks at you. You're like, okay, whatever. You can go ahead and do it anyways. That that would have been me dealing with that situation with the eggs. But ooh, when he when he did get told no, and then he went and ate those little that, spider things. Whoo, oh, dude, I got I got frisky uh, there. It, that was cute too when he was eating it. Little it was weird, cute. little weird, little weird. Just because like it was like I, it was crunchy. I think, but it was yeah. a little weird. It was slimy. But it was like very the spiders slimy. Was, freaked me out. <sighs> That was I, yeah. I was I, I'm um, gonna have the some frog nightmares. lady freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie, the frog lady f- freaked me out, especially when she started like hopping to get back to the ship when they were running from the spiders. She is a frog. That freaked me out. Not a fan of that, but I did love that the X wings are back. That X-wings are back. Got me very sentimental. X wings are back, and they showed up at the greatest time there. It was looking so dark. There was no way they were getting out of that. Even Mondo couldn't have got out of that and then the x-wings just showed up and saved his ass so mondo jesus mal you got a slur now how drunk are you <laughs> dude it's bad mando mando, mando. i'm sorry mando lorian I'm, 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 I'm not gonna oh, lie jesus. i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i took three gonna, shots before this i'm gonna have you say your abcs backwards after we get off the air here. Z-Y-X. Um, okay so that's pretty much all that happened to that mando. no no boba fett this week um no boba but hey, let's get on to too good to be true. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Bartu, Elkins, Mal, and I'll finish up. All right. So this week, don't really have a story for this one, hmm. but the Georgia game getting canceled is just too good to be true. <laughs> I was not looking forward to the heartbreak no. again. I knew that we would probably lose that game, and so we're just saving it for another week. And thank the Lord that that is happening. We so got that is my too good to be true. We got Mississippi state next week listening to me and was telling me you're going to be okay this week. Yeah. We're not going to play a game. You don't have to stress about football. So guess what? We're not going to thank you, Jesus. Thank you. COVID. Thank you. COVID. For canceling this game. That's the only time I'm going to say thank you to you, but thank you for that. It's truly a blessing. Uh yeah, you know, unfortunately, Alabama's going to have two bye weeks. And, you know, LSU losing by 45 points wouldn't have been the worst thing that could happen to them this weekend. But that's not my too good to be true. My too good to be true is most of y'all know the new Xbox came out yesterday, November 10th. Uh, go team Xbox. Um, unfortunately, some people or one guy who bought the product um, was ex- experiencing some smoke coming out of the xbox 10 minutes after he plugged it in and powered it up so he uh returned the product um i don't think that is actually how most of these xboxes are manufactured they're going to be catching fire after you fire them up that's got to be too good to be true but hopefully this guy gets a refund and has fun with his xbox series x going forward did y'all see that bojangles has an xbox yes Yes, I've oh sent that God. in the group chat. I need it. I need it. Looks it. like a Bojangles. Dude, box. I've spent enough. I've spent enough money at Bojangles, and the it. controller is fried chicken. The yep. controller is legitimately fried chicken. I like. I've spent enough money at that restaurant that I deserve that Xbox. 
They really needed to make the buttons bow rounds. Oh, that would have been perfect. Oh my god, if they made the buttons bow rounds, that's all they needed. That would have been perfect. Also, uh, I heard that the smoking Xbox. I heard that that was fake. It's got it. That's too good. Too good to be true. That's why yeah. I call it this. <laughs> no, but mine, mine. We're, we're getting we're getting a little weird here. So you know, typically we hear about Florida man, right? Florida man, Florida man. Well, this week we got Florida woman. All right. This one is about a Florida woman who woman was on a flight. Too. She was on a plane flight, and this literally was reported yesterday. This like just happened, and. The headline is from the New York Post. It is women, woman in her underwear forces plane to divert from Texas to Alabama. So this lady apparently got so drunk on her plane ride from, I think it was out of Jacksonville. Yeah, it was out of Jacksonville to Houston. She got so drunk that she took her pants off after projectile vomiting on herself and started fighting people on the plane. Then whenever a flight attendant came to calm her down, she absolutely decked this flight attendant. All right. So that is good. And then they, (laughs) that's just great. And then they land this plane in Alabama because all this happened. I mean, if you want to, the time from Jacksonville to Alabama on a plane is probably like 30 minutes to an hour. That happened quick. Like that, that situation had to escalate very (laughs) quick. When you really think about this and put this in time perspective, she had to be pounding something before this flight. And I don't, I would love to know what time this flight was because if it was a morning flight. It would make this story even better. Um, but she did that and they ended up landing the plane in Alabama where authorities 6 a.m. departure, 6am flight, but authorities were waiting on her at the gate and they took her off and everybody, you know, they got up and they got there on their flight to Houston and they made it there. But I'd say the greatest part about this is if you look at this woman's mugshot. Does this look like the woman that would do that? And everybody, she looks like a witch. She looks like a witch. And everybody, I encourage y'all to go to this New York Post and just look at this mugshot. This woman is smiling ear to ear in her mugshot, and it just like showing no remorse about what she did. And it's just too good to be true. Sounds like a typical Friday night in Athens, Georgia. Typical Friday night. Y'all, y'all be getting on planes and fighting flight attendants. Typical. Yeah. Ah. Can't say I don't blame you. Um. Okay. Mine's pretty wild. Um. Wandering emu lassoed in California neighborhood. Man, I you and weird animals. animals. I love <laughs> them. I can't get enough of them. I can't get enough of them. Can't get enough. This was on November 10th, so yesterday. <laughs> um. Police in California said an emu spotted wandering loose through a residential neighborhood was lassoed with the help of an animal services officer. The Pleasanton Police Department said Animal Services Officer Frankie Ayers and Community Service Officer Amy Martin responded to the report of a large flightless bird running loose in the preserved neighborhood in West Pleasanton. And this is a quote. This was called in by several residents as the emu was sitting in the front yard of a residence off Blissing Drive. Ayers and Martin, who both had animal wrangling experience from growing up on farms, were able to lasso the flightless Australian bird and take it into the Alameda County Sheriff's Office animal shelter where it was reunited with its owner. Okay, let me get into this a little bit. So, number one, somebody owned the emu. Yeah. It didn't just appear. Somebody has an emu in California. I mean, I want an emu. Number two, they didn't sedate it and pick it up and take it. They lassoed it Mm -hmm. Wild West style. Oh, yeah. What you typically do, and so I had to be. I'm assuming it had to be conscious when it went, when it was transported. 
Yeah, I think that this emu was just trying to sell Liberty Mutual insurance. Oh, yeah. And the owner is Doug. Obviously. Doug. Yeah, he was they he was probably next door. To him. He was, dude, he was trying to make his way to the beach. They could shoot that volleyball commercial. That's all he was doing. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Liberty Mutual. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor it. it. Not 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 sponsored by Liberty Mutual. Sponsored um, by Liberty Mutual. No. All right. No free ads. No free ads. Yeah. No. No free shoutouts. Um. All right. That is the episode. Thank you for listening. Happy Veterans Day. We appreciate it. Uh, any parting words, boys, for the audience? <sighs> JT. What about him? Just, just that's it. That's the sentence. JT. Yep. Can we just cut this? I mean, Mal has been on one. He will not <laughs> shut up about <laughs> JT Daniels. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.